Welcome to Level Up with Adrian Cruz. Hey guys, welcome back to our episode. Today we have Adrian, of course, and our buddy Hunter. Um, he lives here in Denver, Colorado. We're hanging out with him all weekend. And I don't know if you've seen on our stories, we're in a Maybach Lamborghini looking at these nice houses in Denver. So we wanted to get him on the pod today and just talk to him a little bit about what he does and just learn a little bit about himself. So welcome to the show, Hunter. Thank you, guys. It's an honor to be with you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I met Adrian ironically through cars. And I mean, something I know we wanted to touch base on today was like the, the networking benefits of, of cars and a little bit of on watches and stuff like that. But like they mentioned, I'm I'm from here in Denver. Um, I own a company called Equity Hunter, and I started out started out wholesaling when I was about 19 with a larger national company. Uh, kind of just stumbled into it. I had no idea what I was getting into, and learned the business from the ground up with them. And actually ended up being number one in the history of the company at the time I was with them. And uh, eventually branched out, started my own company again called Equity Hunter, where I just do some wholesaling. Um, some flipping, some holds, um, looking into some more multifamily stuff. And right now, the past few years, I've been doing just over 100 transactions a year, whether that's wholesaling or flipping or just purchasing new rental properties. And um, met Adrian and Michelle not too long ago, like I said, through cars. It's, it's kind of funny because Adrian's Huracan and my Huracan I had previously would often get spotted together. And we both had our Instagram tags on them. So we randomly get tagged together. But we never actually met face to face until a few months back and they came to Denver, hung out and kind of just clicked I mean, like minds, you know? Yeah. I remember following you like a few years ago and seeing you post like your watches, your cars. And I'm like, this dude is young and he has all these watches and cars. And so I was really excited to meet you, but how old are you Hunter? I'll be 29 in 13 days. 13 days. Yep. Dang. Getting up there. But Adrian's six days older than me, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, he's six days younger than me. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, with the whole car thing and the Lamborghinis and the Maybachs and you just got a G-Wagon and do you get a lot of people that hate on the cars or do you get more love from the cars i mean it's definitely a, a strong mixture mixture of both um I, I get a lot of people that seem to be happy for me I get a lot of dms um just general stuff about the cars people like the cars but you also get i mean i was talking to adrian about this when we were rolling around yesterday that this cracks me up when you get people that give the lambo dirty looks or you get the people that try to not look at the car on purpose you come down the block and the, the exhaust is roaring and everybody's looking and you have that one person that's just like looking up at the sky you know just, <laughs> yeah it's you get a definitely a, a solid mixture of both um but like i said before like minds you know there's the people that that understand it understand it and it's rare that you meet somebody else that has a, a nice car like that and is in the same realm that doesn't have the same mentality you know so 
it attracts those people, I say more noticeably than the haters. Um, so I, I definitely see having exotic cars as a big benefit to my network. There's a handful of people in my life I, I've met because of exotic cars that I now spend time with on a, a very regular basis. And maybe without exotic cars, I, I wouldn't be able to align with that caliber of people a, as easily. Yeah, I and, agree a thousand percent with that too. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, they don't really understand the concept of, of why we own supercars. Mm -hmm. But I think that's one of like, I think the biggest benefit is to get around the caliber of people that someone like you, right? Like we're from Cheyenne, Wyoming, right? We don't really have a lot of, you know, people that drive Lambos, right? For sure. But as soon as we got a Lambo, we immediately got connected with everyone else that owned a Lambo, right? A hundred percent. And it's funny how <clears throat> I crossed paths with folks, excuse me, that are in our business. Um, like I had no idea. I knew you were a real estate investor just from social media, but I, knew, I didn't know how aligned our businesses actually are and how similar what you do in Wyoming is to, to what I do here. And you have people that are in the same realm. And then I also, I cross paths with athletes and stuff like that all the time. Right. That, that you're just around the same circle uh, as them because of exotic cars or because of where you're having dinner or because of the watch you have on. And, and they don't know exactly what you do, but they know that you're on the same caliber. And so they start talking to you, hey, what do you do? How, do, right. how are you here? Um, so it's just, it's cool in that aspect. Um, it's just a big network. And when you start getting around those caliber of people on a consistent basis, it just, it creates a momentum of sorts. I agree. I think it's a very positive tool and I do love the cars and the watches. Crazy. Cause me and, me and Michelle, we went to this, uh, rally last year or 2021 and we went to a rally in, in Pebble beach and we were actually like in the same room of the CEO of Bugatti and Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. So like to even think about that for sure, small town, Wyoming kids in the same room of the CEO of, of Bugatti. It's 100%. insane to me. You it know is. what I mean? Like the doors that, that it opens for you. It makes the world a lot smaller for you. Crazy. But the watches is like kind of new to me because I only own a few. Like I have a, a an AP Royal Oak. Mm -hmm. I got a Rolex Yachtmaster too. Mm -hmm. But your level is kind of different because what, what's your most expensive watch? Uh, my most expensive watch is my Richard Mill 6702. Um, that watch retails, I think, somewhere in the 170 range. It's, current market value is about 250. That market's taken a pretty decent hit. I think at the time I acquired it, market value is about 375. So you bought this watch for 170, and it's One, worth 170 is to change. I forget the exact. And it's worth number. 370. Uh, it was at the time I purchased it. Right now, it's worth about 250. That's still good, though. Yeah. I mean, you got 80 thousand dollars in equity there. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd say. It's more of an investment than right. just a watch. And even the cars that you buy too, like just like us, we make sure. You know, when we buy them, we buy them deep enough to where, like, if we do need to get, need to get rid of them, we can either get our money back out or, or, or make money. Exactly. I mean, everything I do in real estate and with cars and with watches is all relationship-based. So I'm making sure that I'm getting these. I mean, a lot of them I'm getting directly from the retailer, uh, whether it's cars or watches. And they're pieces or vehicles that are really hard to get. Right. And the reason I'm getting them is because of the relationship I've established over time. And because they're so hard to get, I'm walking into instant equity. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm about to spec a Lamborghini Huracan Storado in the next couple months. 
And that car is sold out worldwide. They're only making 1,499 examples. Crazy. Um, so who knows how much equity I'm going to end up walking into with that car. It's, it's in my opinion, probably going to be pretty substantial. But it's just going to be another tool, you know, another tool for networking and something to have fun with and something that will boost my net worth uh, on the acquisition. So do you think, like, before you got the Lamborghinis and, and the Maybox and the G-Wagon, do you think – you know, right after you got them, do you think your business exploded like a lot faster or people started respecting you more? I think it happened uh, somewhat slow. I mean, it's just kind of getting it out there on the market of people. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a benefit to like my real estate investing business specifically. Okay. Um, just my network as a whole, you know, got it. So okay. it, it, but that ends up coming around full circle. You know, I meet people like you and I'm right. sure I mean, we're, we become good friends and I'm sure we'll, we'll end up doing some deals together at For some sure. point, you know? Um, it's just a network as a whole. And not only does it boost my business in a sense, but it also boosts my quality of life because I'm around people that are like-minded that aren't necessarily very easy to come across. You know, I'm only saying that because like we, me and Michelle have bought a couple of houses that mm -hmm. are like, you know, have you, yeah, that are like, you know, hey, like, we know you. Like, you guys are the ones that drive the Lamborghinis. And it's uh -huh. like an immediate, like, credi credibility to the, sure. to the sellers that, sure. you know, we do have the, the means to to purchase their home and all these things. So I think, yeah, I mean, it's definitely in our, in our like, realm of the business, we did kind of get a lot more leads in business mm -hmm. by having a Lamborghini mm -hmm. and, uh, and a network for sure, yeah. And I don't have a huge social media following, but it's definitely boosted mine. And I have definitely bought deals from my social media following because of my cars. That's crazy. Uh, because of the lifestyle, you know. Because um, a lot of people don't think about this. Yeah, stuff. they They're think like, we're just showing off. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's the small mind, you yeah. know. That's the small minded aspect. Um, for me, I, I post that stuff because I just want to stay relevant with those people and the people that actually value it, I, I want to, again, stay at the top of their mind and get those deals or maintain that network. And the ones that view as showing off, like I said, are small-minded and they're the haters, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. I feel like, you know, we've had a dream that we visualized what we wanted to drive in or how we wanted to live our life. And sort of by buying some of those cars, it's like we're making those dreams come into fruition. And For sure. 100%. And it wasn't handed to any of us here. You right. know, we, we all worked very hard for this. And I mean, we're, we're having fun with it. And it's something that we, like you said, envisioned a long time ago. And we all, in theory, have the same opportunities if you're willing to put in the time and you're willing to put in the work. I mean, I've, I worked my ass off through my whole 20s, really. Right. Uh, my goal has been really for the last nine years to retire from the grind, so to speak, from hunting for deals all day, every day by age 30. Right. Um, but for at least the first half of my twenties, I really didn't have a life outside of just hustling and right. always looking for that next deal and having that vision in my mind of where I knew I was going to be and where I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes to some people, they're just cars, but I feel like they're stepping stones to your next goal or your next they vision. Are. They so. are. I mean, I always have a, I have a saying, I, I make a goal and I hit it and I go get it, whatever right. it might be. I, I, usually will change my wallpaper to what on my phone to whatever my next thing that I want to manifest is. And like I said, I'll, I'll hit my goal, whatever my goal is that I set for myself for the year, for the month, um, for, or for whatever, it doesn't even have to be an exact timeline for the next five years. Just as soon as I can hit it, 
oh, I'll go get it. And how important is that to you? Because you said that you put what on your wallpaper again? Uh, really, whatever my next goal is. Okay, because so, this morning I was actually walking around your house mm-hmm. when you were sleeping, <laughs> and I went upstairs to your office, and uh, I was kind of just looking at your vision board, uh-huh. and a lot of that stuff, like I see you already have it for sure. So it's like insane because I, me, and Michelle, we're like big fans of vision uh-huh. boards, and you know, so like what is what is that has done for you? Do you think because you know it's different for everyone? Like I know a lot of people, you know, have vision boards, but uh-huh. they don't really accomplish anything that's on the vision board like, for sure. How do you, how do you, I guess, manifest and, and get the things that you put on your vision board? I mean, I consider myself a master manifester. And I mean, I know you guys have heard this before and probably experienced this yourself before, but it's all about putting yourself in the feeling of whatever it is, you know, whether like my most recent goal was a net worth goal. Right. And so uh, I put myself in the feeling of what my life's going to look like at that net worth goal. Mm-hmm. What cars I want to be driving how comfortable I am going to be just going out and having fun with my friends or taking that vacation at the drop of a hat, you know, and right. what property, what, what, what caliber of properties I'm going to be acquiring and flipping and just putting myself in that feeling. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of like seen that yesterday because we looked at this house. I was like four mm-hmm. and a half million dollars mm-hmm. or something. And then I just seen you. I was like, Hey, what do you think? He's like, I'm just, you were like, I'm taking this all in right now. Yep. I'm just taking it in. Like you didn't really give me any like words. For sure. You're just like, I'm just taking it in. So 100%. I can see that's what you were kind of doing. Just like visualizing and like, okay, like, is this the life that I want to live? Is this like the, the, the house that I want to, you know? Absolutely. And I started experiencing that very early on in my career where even like with properties I wanted to rent when I couldn't necessarily afford to buy yet. Uh, my own properties, I would go downtown Denver and go check out like the coolest condos and kind of like sit there and envision what life would look like living there. Right. And same with like cars, going to test drive cars. Yeah. Sitting in a dealership. Yep. 100%. That's one, actually one of mine and Michelle's first dates is the Lamborghini uh, dealership. Yeah, the Lamborghini dealership. I like it. I remember you guys telling me that. So we were, um, we went and like looked at this Maserati. Uh-huh. And uh, well, I already had a Maserati, right? I and think, then, no, you didn't have it yet. So that was yet. one of our first dates. Okay. But anyway, so we ended up going back there after I bought the Maserati and we were like, okay, like we need to level up. Let's. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, let's get a McLaren or a Lamborghini. Like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do uh-huh. this? And that's actually how we got into real estate. Oh, yeah? She was like, the only way we're going to get a Lambo or a McLaren is through real estate. And then we started <laughs> real estate. Like and it. then like a year later, we bought, you know, the, the McLaren or the Lambo that we were, you know, test driving that same day. For sure. So it's pretty crazy. Yep, I've I've had similar experiences. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is, it is, and like once you put yourself in the that feeling of whatever it is you're trying to get already fulfilled, it it really is like it already is there. It's just a matter of time. It's and once you start practicing that, and you do it once or twice, you'll know what I mean. Right. But it it's a lot easier than it sounds, and it, it is a real thing. I mean, you've got people out there that have a negative mindset and they're constantly bringing negativity on on themselves by what they think and what they speak. Right. Um, if you can change that and you can focus on the things that you want to attract, whether it's making a wallpaper on your phone or having a vision board in your office and constantly reminding yourself that you can do these things and affirming them and manifesting them by getting the, giving the, yourself the feeling uh, again, if it, it already accomplished, you'll, you'll be amazed at what you can do as long as you're willing to put in the time and effort that goes along with it. So do you still, do you think you still kind of like, what's your process on things like that now? Do you, do you still do like, even after like 
mm-hmm. you know, you own, you just bought a, what is it, four, $400,000 Lamborghini STO. Mm-hmm. Um, like your next car, are you still doing the same thing? Are you going to be, you know, you think? Yeah, it, it's almost like it comes naturally now. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, already, it's like normal. Like I, already, I consider myself already having that car. Right. Um, it's, it's on the way, you know? It's crazy. And I'm going to keep, I'm, I'm addicted to this. You know, once you get that, that momentum uh, professionally and with the things that you want and the things that you, you've always envisioned, it, it becomes an addicting process and it never really stops. Especially when you're doing it like very smart way, like what you do, because you don't just like buy. Mm hmm. Like, you know, your normal cars, you, you, you buy like the special edition to where like you always like you're the up. only one in the yeah. world with that interior. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and you make sure one. that you never lose any money. Exactly. So it's like, that's what's cool about it. Uh-huh. You know, watching you from a distance, I'm like, okay, like this guy is like not your normal investor. Like, uh-huh. like he's buying the toys that's going to make him money. You know, like all these toys, people see them as just toys, but to you, it's just, it's investments, you know, like you said, that watch for 170 Uh and it's worth, you know, 280, 270, you said, and then the STO, Lamborghini STO, you just bought, what did you just pay for that? I paid 424 for it and market value is probably just, just sub 500 right now. That's crazy. And I get to drive it. You know, I get to have fun. I get to use it to meet new people too. Crazy. And that's something you can't buy because- me, me and Michelle, we, we've spent a lot of money on like masterminds, right? Mm-hmm. 10 grand being in the same room with, yep. with people. And, and what people don't understand is like when you drive a Lambo and you get to meet other Lambo people and you're Constant having dinner mastermind. with them, that's like instant masterminds. And it's almost like more effective than, you know, going into a mastermind because you're going, you're going in there in the same room, dinner, lunch, and it's more of like a friend basis. Absolutely. And people, people want to work with, you know, friends more than, you know, just some random person. And then it just seems to happen naturally. Naturally. Yeah, it's exactly. more organic for sure. And it's, it's just easy. And I don't know if you've like paid for masterminds, but it's, it's really hard. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the masterminds nowadays, it's just, you know, it's different, right? Like for sure. I'm, you can still learn a lot, but you're definitely paying for everything. Yeah. I feel like there was a time I paid for one for like five grand and I didn't get a whole lot, but. Just like going on a car rally, I met so many people. I got more ideas from than that mastermind. Yeah. Right, and, and like you like you mentioned before, um, there are the financial benefits to the way that I personally purchase cars. There's no way that I would be doing or buying the volume of cars that I'm buying. Like right now, I think I have four cars that are quote unquote on the so way. So what do you have right now? All uh, of the cars you have right now. So right now, I currently own two uh, Mercedes GLS 600 Maybachs. Yeah. Um, which those are both above 6,000 pounds. So they're write-offs through the IRS. Section uh, 179. Yep. And then I own a, a G63, which uh, according to the my guy I bought it from at, at Mike Ward Exotics, Jared, it's one of one spec in the world as far as the exterior. And that's a write-off into, too, right? Yep. yep. And it it's a girl magnet. It is. <laughs> all the it girls love the G-Wagon. Girls all, all love the G-Wagon, even more than the Lambos. But like I said, he said that it's one of one in the world as far as the interior and exterior color combinations. Dang. And then I have, as you mentioned, the Lamborghini Huracan STO. That one I spec'd out myself in October of 2021 and took delivery of February of 2023. Right. And then currently I have deposits on the new Lamborghini Revuelto, which is the V12 hybrid. And I actually got the opportunity to pay a fee and go to New York with Lamborghini one-on-one and spec 
uh, a one of one car. So That's they're going to let me spec it pretty much however I want um, because of the relationship, again, that I have established with Lamborghini over the past few years. And then again, the Lamborghini Huracan Storado, which is their new rally car, their off-road version one that's going to be very limited. Um, Jared was able to land me. That's the Lamborghini that has like a little lift on it, right? Yeah, little lift, big tires. uh, But it's a two-door. It's like a supercar on the lift. That's crazy. Yeah, living in Colorado, it's perfect. Exactly. I'm going to take a skiing. Um, So Jared was able to land me an allocation for that recently. So I expect that will probably be here sometime in the next 18 months or so. Um, And then I have... A deposit on a Ferrari 296 GTS. Um, that'll be my first car through Ferrari, so establishing a new relationship I'm pretty excited about. And also a Corvette Z06. My dad likes Corvettes, so I figured if I could land an allocation for that, I would, because I know that those are going to be pretty sought after as well. Um, so I have one of those that's coming here. Who knows when? And who knows if you're even going to like actually keep them, right? Because exactly. you could make money on all these ones, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, you can buy them like the day of, like when they come in, you can buy it and then resell mm, it that same day. In theory, you can. Yep. I mean, it, it all depends on the relationship that you want to maintain that that is frowned upon with certain brands. Um, it really just depends on what your goals are with that particular brand and if you want to maintain that relationship. I know like with Rebuelto, for example, they know that's going to be a very sought after car. Um, especially the fact that I have the opportunity to spec a, a one of one spec. Um, so I do have to sign a form with them stating that I won't sell the car for a year because they oh, know dang. that it's going to be in such high demand. Again, that's probably a car I'm walking into at least I would imagine six figures in equity, you know? Nice. Cause you can burn your relationship. Some dealerships are really like, yep. cause I remember my buddy, he, when he bought like a Lamborghini Urus, mm-hmm. like back, like in COVID days mm-hmm. when you couldn't get one, um, it, the Lamborghini dealership like got mad at him for like buying it yep. and reselling it right away. They got mad at him. I was like, why? Yeah, well, and same same goes with watches and stuff like that. So it, it all depends on what your goals are um, and how much you value the relationship and whether you want to maintain that relationship or not with that, that watch dealer, that car brand, whatever the case is. It's crazy. There's so much that goes into it. There is. And, and again, there's also the tax benefits of, Buying cars that are over six thousand pounds. Can you write off like Rolexes and you can't write any watches? No, you can't write. You can't know, but I mean, watches are one of the best asset classes, in my opinion. I mean, I think I mentioned to you the value of my collection the other day, and I'm up almost a hundred percent in equity on on my collection. Yeah, crazy, crazy. This guy has the craziest watch collection. What did you say? Like all in, all your watches. Like how much do you have into them, and how much are they worth market value? I'm into them somewhere around five to six hundred thousand, and they're worth somewhere nine hundred to a million. Crazy, just, just in watches. watches. Just in watches. That's yeah. awesome. And, and you know what I mean? There's just so many ways to 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 invest into. You know, people think it's just fancy things. Uh-huh. But yeah, or you're just showing up, but really these are these are investments. And I, I do mean, like watches. I would probably have a couple if that weren't the case as far as being able to gain that much equity but because of the fact that i can gain that much equity i'm addicted you know i'm gonna right. i'm gonna buy as many as i can of, of the pieces that that are the right buys and how do you know the, the right buy just a bunch of research you just kind of yeah. just know what's hot i mean and... i consider myself a master of few so what i do i do at a very high level mm-hmm. so i mean watches cars and real estate are my thing so right. naturally i always have my eye just on the on the market because i like those things and right. i'm addicted again so I just kind of know because I'm constantly keeping an eye out. I mean, my discovery page, if you look at my Instagram, is all cars and watches. Yeah. And a lot of those watch pages, they they say what the retail price is of a watch. Right. And they say what the current market value is of a watch. So I get constant information just scrolling down my, my feed there. That's nuts. 
Well, yeah, that's that's a pretty crazy story. But you you didn't grow up for money, though, right? I didn't. I mean, my uh, family that's say is upper middle class. Um, but you've I, been in Denver your whole life. I have. Yep. That's cool. You graduated high school here. Yep. Went to George Washington High School here in Denver. Went to school in Steamboat for a year at Carter Mountain College, and it was basically just a ski bum. Yeah. Um. At the end of my first year up there, was coming back, blasting my resume around, didn't know if I was looking for a summer job, a career, what I was going to get into. And then, when did you get in real estate? How old were you? Uh, a month before my twentieth birthday. Yeah. So, Nineteen. Yep. I was blasting my resume around and just I had a few interviews lined up. Had an interview with the company that I mentioned to you yeah, before, earlier. and they didn't really tell me anything at all aside from the fact that I needed to be real estate licensed in order to work with them. Um, they're just an investment brokerage, wholesale brokerage. And that I could potentially make like 10 grand a month. And Crazy. again, I was 19. Um, I, I was like, man, this might be a scam, but I've got, <laughs> I've got nothing to lose right now. I'm going to try it out. And it ended up being right place, right time as far as the company had just come to Denver. So it was a fresh start for, for them. And I was able to get in early. And also, as I mentioned, I was a ski bum for a year before that. So I was ready to, to actually dive in and, and put my all into something. Yeah. And you've done this all yourself, like just by self-educating and yep. getting around the right people and I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, well, we're definitely, you know, inspired by you. You know, that's why we like coming down to Denver. And, Likewise. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, holy shoot, like this guy's like six days younger than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like still mind. Yeah, and right? we know you've done this all your All on your own. Yeah, and we're all on just your... being in the same like field. It's for like sure. really cool to see of what's possible for me. For sure. Right? Because I'm not in the same level as you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like cool to see like what's possible out there. And seeing someone do it younger you know absolutely it's 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 inspiring for sure so yeah i definitely want to get a new car here soon <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna have to help me because i yeah. don't want to lose any money oh i got you we'll find something good that the 600 lt we were looking at yesterday was a good buy yeah i might go and test drive that monday sure well anyways guys uh we kind of just wanted to have him on because we spent a lot of time with him this weekend and uh, just hop on a podcast and kind of talk to you guys and let you guys know about, you know, some of the tools that we use to get around high achievers, which is the cars and the watches. And um, everyone says it. you are, you know, your network is your net worth. 100%. So um, if you're, if you're trying to level up in your business, just try to find somebody, you know, that's, that's doing better than you and you know don't look at them in a negative way saying you know hey they're just you know showing off or whatever look at them and be inspired and then just think about what's possible what you can do and um, that's what we and michelle try to do all the time we try to meet people that is in a different level than us just so we can figure out how do we get there as well just another tool for manifesting yep yes. Well, thank you, Hunter. We appreciate yeah, thanks for having you me, guys. Hopefully, I can be back your on here soon. Thank you, guys, for listening. Thank you, guys. If tomorrow.